This is the Blockade Podcast with your hosts, Chris and Jared. Wizardamusement.com, the site to visit for custom pinball shooter rods. Easy to install, totally unique. Mention Blockade Podcast for 10% off your order. Wizardamusement.com, sales, restoration, customization. You are listening to the Blockade Podcast. I'm your host, Shut Your Trap, aka Chris Freebus. Joining me as always, Jared Morgan. G'day, Chris. So, we uh, in case anybody knows, we, we skipped a week. <laughs> yeah, we, we kind of did have a gap week because um, things were happening, right? Things things were happening, yeah. So uh, sometimes yeah. that happens, and uh, sometimes we announce it, sometimes we don't. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, no one said, hey, where are you guys? So no one really cared. <laughs> so it's okay it's all well well i can tell you where i'm not mm. uh right now uh as we speak and it was on friday saturday and then today sunday it's the uh, arcade expo 3.0 oh. where they have the mega amount of pinball machines <laughs> um on yeah and all the good things yeah unfortunately i was uh the show i've been on uh disney's stuck in the middle it we were supposed to finish filming on Wednesday. Yeah, and like sort tweet and everything, right? Yes, and yeah. then it got extended to no. We're working on Thursday, which meant our wrap out day was Friday, so I wouldn't be able to have gone to the expo on Friday, and there is no way in hell I would go on Saturday. And last year, Sunday, by that point, half the machines weren't working. So (laughs) they do. I mean, they get hammered all weekend, pretty much. So they don't really have have a, they do have a a team of people there trying to keep them up, but they don't, it's not really. Well, uh, that's what I thought. That is what I thought. And and I will go to, into just a little bit later as to, uh, uh, why? More info, more info. Mm. But according to Mike Levitt, who is the uh, uh, guy that does Wizard Amusements, um, he said they had a swarm of techs this weekend. Oh, they uh, did, did they? Good. Some of which are the absolute top techs in the oh. country. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so you, you could have actually taken your EBD over there and saying, oh, I don't know what's wrong with the sound. They would have gone, oh, no worries. We'll just put some cat." Before you, <laughs> <be> fine. <laughs> right, you know. So, um, so yeah, that's that's where I'm where I'm not, and uh, but that's okay. Um, mm. I'm very broken at the moment. Um, oh. I did a I did a mud run yesterday with my son, and oh. um, and it was a I'd estimate probably a two k course. Okay. Um, and it was just around the school oval, basically, but like. The school ovals got bushland and stuff, and they actually dug out mud pits that we had to like, mm-hmm. like crawl through. And they had like all these crawling areas, and they had this bubble, this bubble foam cannon that we had to go through as well. So it was pretty much like one of those, you know, tarred, feathered, and right. um, <laughs> it, it was a bit of an experience, but it was a lot of fun. And um, I was gonna say, I can we, imagine your son was probably having the time of his life, and you're just going, "Oh God, I gotta wash all this." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there was that, and because um, they had the uh, the sort of chalk paint stuff that mm-hmm. they spray on you as you're running mm-hmm. through things. So yeah, it was it was pretty full on. And just as we finished, 
um, there was this, we thought, okay, we'll go up to the car and get our gear and we'll change out of that now. And, and so we can, you know, get sort of dry. And then when we got up to the car, the heavens just opened up and it was a torrential downpour. So we were already wet and muddy. So you and just we had a hose down. Yeah, we just <laughs> went, well, not much point us actually getting into our dry clothes. Let's just stay in our wet clothes. Right. So we went back down into the uh, oval and um, caught up with uh, my wife, Kim. And she said, uh, maybe you just want to like take everyone home now. And I went, yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, so we all just trudged back up to the car and we could see that it was clearing in the distance. And I thought, you know what? Let's just wait here for five minutes and um, wait until the storm passes and we can sort of get out of our clothes and, and hop in the car and drive on home. So that's what we did. But it was very good fun. It was very fun. Like the... Uh, I think there would have been a, a, a claustrophobic worst nightmare, though. There were a couple of pipes you had to go through. And one of them, I was looking at it going, how am I going to fit through that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it was one of those ones where you sort of had to go down yeah, on your um, elbows, basically, and just sort of shimmy your way through it. I thought, sure. I can't believe I actually got through that pipe. It was so small. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I got it through. It was good fun. It was a good fun day. So uh, in beta form right now on Pinball Arcade, we have Swords of Fury. Mm. Have, you, uh, got, have you gotten to mess with it at all? <laughs> oh, yeah, heaps. I've been playing it a fair bit over the beta. Um, so, fun, fun game. Yeah, I'm. here's my... I've got a couple of comments about this table. Uh, yeah. The first comment, though, is regarding tuning for how it's tuned at the moment. So you plunge the ball. Yep. It then gets sent over to the mini play field yes. where it seems to avoid the flipper at all cost. <laughs> yeah, there's some seriously strange tuning. They, they're aware of it. Um, I was talking okay. to the guys about it and I said, yeah, I, I, I sort of just around the sort of area um, where the flipper is and just below the light, um, the yeah. sort of insert light that should flash um, uh -huh. when you roll over it. There's some funky tuning going on there and they, they know that it's crook. And they need to okay. address it before they release it. So yeah, that that'll okay. be solved. Because I was like, I don't remember in my limited exposure to playing the table it being difficult to uh -uh. hit the ball with the mini flipper. And it's like because it, it basically you can't hit the ball as soon as it rolls off the habit trail. You can't hit it with the flipper. You have no. to wait for it to do a bounce. But then the and bounce fifty percent of the time doesn't bounce back over to the flipper for you to be able to hit. It just would drain. It just so, it bounces. Yeah, it did bounces straight down the guts. Yeah, it's yeah. not good. Um, yeah, and so that was that was that uh, issue. That okay, I'm glad that they're aware and will be addressing. There was also some plunger lane tuning issues on Android at the moment. Um, the plunger lane, uh, it's almost like it's got glue in it. Um, mm. So when you plunge the ball and it rejects, it rolls back down slow, slowly. Oh, it's like it's going through mud, but that's okay because they know about that too. It's obvious that there's something going on there, so they just need to tweak it. It was at the very first beta that went out. You couldn't even plunge the ball; like it wouldn't even get up the ramp. Um, they would oh. get a gut rail and flip back out into the um, the upper ramp area. So yeah, it was it was pretty broken. But yeah, they fixed that in the version two. But yeah, I think it still needs a bit of work. There's a, there is a little bit of tuning stuff outstanding, I think, for the game. But overall, um, though, yeah, as part for the course now, it looks beautiful. It does. Jeez, um, done a really spectacular job, and there's a lot, all sorts of little levels and parts there to. Uh, to render and mm. get right. Um, it's a little bit like um, the complexity of Black Knight 2000 and yeah. all the stuff that it has on there. But I think even more complex because 
Black Knight 2000 was dominated by the upper playfield, whereas this is just like a little mini playfield up in the top and then all this other yeah. stuff as well. Um, it's, yeah, I actually went into camera view mode um, uh -huh. and explored the table. And I was looking at just the crispness of the playfield. I'm going far out. Like, it it actually looks, you know, the, the, the whole, you know, idea of photorealistic. Um, yeah. I, like, I'm looking at it going, that actually... It looks like I'm standing right over the table, looking into it in like in this orientation, like close up. I'm just going, it's incredible. They must have a super high res camera now to do playfield shots. Yeah, no, it's um, it's looking very good. I think the three D the three D scanner that they've got to do parts is really making a difference there. Uh -huh. um, super slick. Yeah. Now the <laughs> things I don't like about the table mm. mainly is one thing that every single time you flip the flipper. Oh, it does that yeah. sound or whatever, like a, like a claw or is it a sword? I don't know. I keep it it's for some sword. reason. Because it, it's okay. a sword swiping, of course. Uh, <laughs> for some reason, I'm thinking Lion Man and I'm thinking a claw. Um, yeah, I'm not digging that happening every single flip. <laughs> I think you could turn it off in the operating settings, but I think it's on by default, which is what... Well, um, that would be promo settings though, right? Yeah, that's right. Right, which means it doesn't hold over to regular stick. mode, and yeah, see, that's the, I don't like that. That's the one thing I did. Yeah. I if they could, if you purchase pro mode, and were able to do you know things that don't affect the gameplay, um, yeah, you know, in terms like, of like leaderboard, or like the the well, I, I think adjustments menu is actually where all those things hide out on those games. So um, you couldn't just like filtered out from that but yeah it would be good if they you know that yeah, way you can like, listen you know, to family mode. Sti yeah exactly yeah. you do you play yeah. scared stiff in non-family mode and but it would still count towards uh a leaderboard then mm. that's you know that kind of stuff just kind of bugs me because it's like i don't want to play pro mode because nothing counts essentially that's right and it's it's a real pain to actually try and navigate through it as well yeah. like some of the tables the pro mode it really isn't well implemented at all. So you get hangups in the menus and stuff mm. like that. And I think what would be better as a compromise would be for those tables that have known features that you want to turn on and off, just have it as a pro mode pre-configured setting. Mm -hmm. So if you go, yep, I want family mode off. And then it just goes into the ROM and just basically sets that flag um, automatically as part of the ROM state that they load at the beginning of the game. So right. you'd have like basically ROM, like three or four ROM states, basically. Um, you'd have a tournament mode, which just locks it down to tournament. You'd have like the the pro, uh, not the pro, the family mode options on those tables that support it. You might have like extra balls off or something like that. Things that, you know, most people actually want to do um, in most cases, have those as presets. I think that would be a great thing to do. Yeah. Mm. Um, the other thing that the, the part that cracks me up with the with the table, and I think it's unintentional. Although I read something about what, while the table was in development, uh, there's a euphemism that was associated with the table. Um, oh, I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I saw it as well. <laughs> when the guards come out, you mean? What's that? Yeah. When the guards come out. When yes. <laughs> um, come it, out. <laughs> here, here come the guards, but they spell it C U M. Um, yeah. <laughs> and if you listen to certain sound effects on the table, it really becomes quite inappropriate. 
Yeah, I agree. It is fair. I, when I read that, I went <laughs> when I got the mug, isn't it? I've I can't remember playing that game very much because as we talked about last time on the show, it was ages since I played that game. Like mm-hmm. I played it when I was like 12. So I don't think I got that far in the games. When I saw it come up on screen, I went, here come the guard, come. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I, funny, I, eh? if, if I'm not mistaken too, when uh, the thing that I read was that internally at Williams, uh, mm-hmm. they had a, a name for the game. And what was it called? <laughs> <laughs> I believe it was called Dick Safiri. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so, what got past the uh the now no, so Dick Safiri. If it was Capcom now, Capcom could have done that. <laughs> yeah, well I think they attempted to with uh Zingy Bingy. Zingy Bingy. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> that is very funny. All right, time out one second because my son is uh desperately wanting to ask a question. What? Okay. Okay, so the question is that uh, in a science book or class that my son had, it said mm. that the Australians pop honey ants um, into their mouths. You can, well, it's part of what they call bush tucker uh-huh. um, here in Australia where the, the native Aborigines would actually know what things they could eat and what things they couldn't. And okay. Honey ants probably are one of those things you can eat. Now, what you'd do is you'd pop off the abdomen of them, mm-hmm. um, the, so the back end of them, and it probably would actually taste quite sweet. Okay. Um, so, so the answer, buddy, is that it's something that the Aborigines of Australia used to do. Aborigines? Aborigines are the natives to Australia before the English came and gave all their prisoners over. <laughs> and basically turned it into a colony. Okay. Okay, that was that was a desperate uh, question brought in by my son. Thank you for interrupting. Mm. <laughs> That's okay. And that is, um, you know, tr- the, the trusted expert of all things nature here. Yes, Jared Morgan, the authority of everything, <laughs> Australia. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so anyway, back to back to uh, uh, Dixie Fury. Dixie Fury, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's totally going to be the name of the show today. <laughs> but it is one of those things. Now, the, here's the other part they laugh about. Now, I'm not. There's one of those things I believe first it's going to have to tune also is that after you lose, drain your ball. If you have mm-hmm. a ball locked, it ejects the ball, right? But they haven't disabled yeah. any of the sound effects as the ball is coming back down. So oh, yeah. in the silence, you hear this. Ugh, yeah. Ugh, ah. <laughs> but you can. It's fantastic, and they should not remove it. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, it's a table that appeals to every 13-year-old boy. Uh, <laughs> Maybe that's why I liked it so much when I played it back then. I subconsciously, <laughs> I, I subconsciously thought, huh, that sounds interesting, and it's stuck in my memory for that reason. Right. Hmm. So. Um, anyway, so there there was that uh, little bit of uh, pinball news. Let's move on to uh, my eight ball deluxe, and I'll eight update you on deluxe. The, updates on uh, what's going on with there. Okay, so here's the deal. I had uh, Mike Levitt, as I mentioned earlier. He he came over to my house literally two hours before recording this podcast. Oh, right, cool. And uh, just to give me just to give a look, see see uh, see how I did with my purchase. Um. And also to see if he could diagnose what's going on with the sound. 
Other issues that I was having was none of the GI lights were on. I had all the flashing lights, but none of the GIs. Uh, my replay knocker was not functioning. And uh, I think that was basically the, the issues. So mm -hmm. before he came, I was decided to do what everybody was saying that you should do, which is unplug and replug every single connector. Yes. So I went ahead and I did all that. And when I turned the machine back on, suddenly I had a couple of lights that weren't working. <laughs> hey, look at that. See? Fixed. Which was, no, not fixed. Not fixed. Um, so I have no clue what happened there. It was basically my, the uh, first E in Deluxe wasn't lighting and the uh, B insert light and the arrow that's above the B insert light at the top of the play field on the, uh, the, the little inlines there. Neither of those suddenly wanted to work. So it was just those three lights. And literally before I was unplugging everything and replugging, they all worked. So mm -hmm. there was that. Um, so he came over, he started taking a look. The soundboard, we are getting crackles and pops through the speaker. Uh, okay. So he was like, well, that's a good thing. And the MPU was functioning, was blinking how it needed to be blinking. And mm -hmm. uh, so we were happy on that end. And he, so he really wasn't, he was thinking that maybe my ROMs, uh, I need new ROMs for the soundboard. Uh -huh. um, it okay. could be the capacitors. Uh, I'd say it's probably so voltage. That's so that, my guess. that could be a thing. We weren't sure. So then he, <laughs> and then I can't believe I didn't think of this. He was like, well, let's check the fuses. Oh, oh. well, that's yeah. an idea. Yeah, so <laughs> that's a good so, idea. Yeah. So lifted up the play field, pulls off one fuse. Oh yeah, this fuse is burnt. So we put in a new fuse. Hey, look at that! All the GI lights were back on. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, there was there was that. Um, <laughs> however, I then went to ask him, "Hey, is my uh, my slingshots aren't very sensitive?" You might say. The ball really mm -hmm. has to come at them in order to, to trigger them. So I wasn't sure if that's something uh, era appropriate for the table or if the springs just need to be adjusted to be a little more sensitive so that... Because um, literally the ball, if it's coming on a shallow angle, it'll hit the slings and will not trigger them at all. It'll just bounce Sounds like the rubber. need to re-gap your contacts. Right, um, and that's why I was, I was going to ask him if it was, again, era appropriate for, mm. uh, for then or not. But we go to activate the slingshots and slingshots ain't activating. I was like, ooh, well, mm -hmm. that's odd. And then touch the pop bumpers. Pop bumpers aren't activating. Well, that's not good either. Flip open the back mm -hmm. box and we don't have any MPU light anymore. Oh, what? After, uh, after putting the fuse in for the GI. That's what we, we were like. We didn't touch the MPU. What happened? Don't know. So he's sitting there scratching his head about scratching his head about it. I don't know. No, he goes, let's check the fuse on the play field itself. Cause there's one fuse on the underside of the play field. Oh, so we look on the other side of the play field and sure enough, the contact point is bent. And so the fuse isn't getting oh. proper contact. Okay. So I need to replace that. <laughs> oh, right. Eh? Um, That's just a fuse holder, right? That shouldn't be that just hard. Fuse holder. The question I got to figure out, well, we don't have electronic stores near me. <laughs> You know, you know where it's at? Probably Wizard Amusements. <laughs> you probably have some of those lying around. Um, well, there is a Fry's Electronics that I can get it from. It's it's, it's literally a $2 part. Yeah, it is. Um, it's very 
expensive. And I would need to defuse or de-solder uh, and then re-solder the new one on, which yep. uh, one of the guys on my uh, show for Wrap Gift gave me a uh, rather, you know, call it the beginner's soldering iron. Oh, <laughs> it's cool. literally just a soldering iron. There's no, you know, it's not fancy with a holder or anything else like that. Um, That's fine. That's fine. But I figure good enough to good enough to at least get me going. Um, mm. But uh, so what I'm hoping is that's what caused the MPU to to futz out and not. Yeah. I mean that's that's literally the only explanation we can think of because um, we didn't touch anything anything else on that. It's probably um, that it probably does need to get that power loop back to the MPU to verify that everything is actually operating right. correctly. Right. I would think that it would have some sort of check saying, oh, yes, power to the play field, check. Um, right. Wrong state, check. Uh, yeah. All right, let's fire up the game. You know, yeah. I think it would do that. It would be intelligent enough to do that. See, I think you probably got got it right. You know, the other thing you do to test it is just put a nail in line and, you know, you'll be fine. <laughs> just put a big, just put a big uh, bullet uh, in line in the fuse holder that, 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 that'll fit the bent contacts and... You know, just it'll be fine. It'll be fine. fine. No worries. Fine. Um, yeah. So anyway, I, I say that because I've actually seen someone do something like that. Oh like, wow! Yeah, dumb. Not not with a bullet, but uh, actually, <laughs> actually, I think someone not in a pinball in a car. Someone decided uh, to put a bullet in line in a fuse because that's all they had, and then you know, it <laughs> there was still something wrong up. with it, so it heated up and fired and blew their toe <laughs> off. Just say now you got now you got other problems. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So anyway, I I asked him how did I do for the price I paid, which uh, I will reveal now. Six hundred and twenty-five bucks is how much I paid. For Bargain. This. Bargain. And he said he said you got an absolute steal. Uh huh. He um, bloody well did. <laughs> so he said that the playfield itself looks like it had been clear coated before, um, oh. just kind of poorly. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, it's the the it's cracked, and um, so there's where dirt has gotten into the yeah into the surfaces, you might say. But he goes, <laughs> and he he just goes, dude, you're being nitpicky. If this is, <laughs> he goes, just clean it with some Novus and deal with it. You know, you'll yeah. be you'll be perfectly fine. Nobody's you know, you're yeah. not doing a restoration, so. Uh -huh. It is what they call play condition, and when I say play condition, good play condition. Right. Um, play um, and then when he looked at the, he looked at the underside. He was just like, "Yeah, everything's just dirty." Um, so I can give everything a, a, a rub down. Uh, you know, all the the solenoids and stuff. So that's not an issue. Um, just vacuum it out. That's what I used to do when I was servicing them. Like get your vacuum yeah. cleaner, quite literally vacuum out the bottom. Yeah, um, and huge difference. And then uh, the knocker is completely fried. So Ooh. that I will have to actually replace. Uh, I wonder, usually if a solenoid like that is fried, it was indicative of something else wrong with the, um, the system. So you might find that if you do get a new solenoid for that and you install it, if it locks on, you'll know you'll have a transistor problem on the board. Um, so what might have happened is it, it could have actually like... A, uh, got an open circuit with one of the transistors and it just locks on. That's what mm. happens when coils burn out. So just check that if you do replace it because it might be a crook transistor. He mentioned something about that it was a carryover from when it was chimes. 
Oh, okay. And uh, that that's just it. They would lock on on the chime or something like that. And so it's the same circuit going to it. Uh, if I'm, yeah. I heard him correctly. And so sounds about right. Yeah. Anyway, so that'll be needing to uh, to be replaced. Um, he got in contact with a gentleman. I believe his name is Nick from Las Vegas. And Nick is going to come out and take a look. I guess Nick works for Stern. And so is very oh, familiar yeah. with uh, with these boards and stuff like that. And should be able to hammer some, figure some things out, <laughs> troubleshoot properly, and uh, get me up and running. So that'll hopefully be uh, not this week, but next week that he'll be able to uh, to address okay. that and come over. So at the moment, it's not playable because of your fuse, inline fuse issue. Right. Um, so I got to go take care of that. Yeah, uh, that's fine. Get it get it back up. Um, other things that I, oh, I had one drop target break on me, snapped at the base. So the game came with a couple of extra drop targets. So I, I went and did my first time ever changing a drop target without removing the assembly, which was fun trying to pull cotter pins oh, yeah. <laughs> when you don't have the right tool for pulling a cotter pin because uh-huh. <laughs> pliers, yep. You know, they kind of work. Yeah. <laughs> They're slipper little buggers, though. So anyway, uh-huh, I, replaced, sure. I replaced the one, and somehow in the process of replacing that and reassembling, wound up snapping the base on another one. <laughs> so fortunately, I had a, yet another uh, spare one, so I put that one in. Now I only have one spare left. Uh, you can tell, guess what part I'm going to be ordering soon. <laughs> uh, yeah. In fact, I think you should probably just order a whole set and then do yeah. them all it because, uh, what are they, like 60 bucks for a set? It's about 60 bucks for the set, yeah. That's like fine. Like how many? What are we talking about? Five, six drop targets um, in there? Uh, no, more than that. There's there's the five that are in line for the bonus. Yeah. And then there's uh, one through seven. No, yeah, one through seven. So seven more. So uh, seven. 12. Yeah, it's um, the each drop target stands for one ball. Ah, right. Yep. That's right. I thought that they were actually... Is there one? Oh, that's right. There's there's a bank on each side, isn't there? Um, on April Deluxe, there's a bank on the left and a bank on the right. Is that right? I should probably just go and play it. Okay, so where was I? Oh, I have no clue because uh, so <laughs> little little technical glitch there, folks. Uh, my my computer has been wanting me to uh, reboot because uh, a vast security had some. Some new thing, and it kept on harassing me to reboot. And of course, I didn't do that before the session. And then I think it probably just finally went, "Hey, you know what? Screw you! You're going to reboot. <laughs> so you're going to reboot at the most inconvenient time, which is exactly. exactly what computer update systems always do, unless you're on them. So yeah. So we were yeah. talking about uh, eight ball deluxe, and we were talking about um, putting a bullet in line um, to uh, solve yes. fusing issues. Yes. And yeah. we we're also talking about the, uh, knocker, uh, uh, solenoid being completely locked up. Right. Um, so yeah. That's one that I'm going to have to deal with. Uh, yeah. but all in all, what Mike's evaluation wound up being was he was like, dude, you're close. He's like, you're really yeah, close. real close. So real close. Um, that was, yeah. that was good to hear. Um, and then, uh, I went one step further before he came and I, uh, cleaned up firepower a bit. <laughs> oh, you did. Well, because the, the Able Deluxe is sitting right next to Firepower, but I had had the head off, and I had a whole bunch of crap just on top of the table, so it didn't even look like a, a machine. Yeah. So I cleaned everything off, reattached the head, and just so that it was there, you might say, and, mm-hmm. and kind of 
uh, looked like a pinball machine. Kind of looks like one, yeah, even though the playfield's completely out. And then I showed Mike the playfield, and he was just kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, go ahead, clear code it. And I was like, I've never done that, but, you know, um, he was like, don't be afraid of it. I was like, okay, fine. And then um, he goes, he goes, just, you know, re repaint the the red lines and the, and the black area that, because that's where I uh, sandpapered off, because um, that's where the bumpy paint was. So mm -hmm. I'd sandpapered all that, and he's like, "Just do that and spray it and put it back in." He's like, "You're being new nitpicky." <laughs> just, then, just put it on so you can play it, right? Yeah. And then he goes, he goes, he, he saw that my pop bumpers were completely removed. He's like, "Oh, you took those off?" I said, "Yeah." And he goes, "Was it difficult?" I go, "I don't remember because <laughs> it's been so long ago." And 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 he was like, "Okay," because you got to be careful. I go, "Well, let me show you what my pop bumpers look like," and I showed him why I pulled them off because they were. Uh, they were hammered. There was chips out of the the plastic, and he was yeah. like, "Oh yeah." He goes, "Yeah, you just need to buy new, new pop bumpers completely and be oh. done with it." And I was like, "Yep." And he goes, "You gonna remember how to put it all together again?" And I go, "Nope." <laughs> He's like, "It's fine." He goes, "Well, you need to take lots of pictures." I go, well, "Yeah, I thought I took a lot of pictures, but I can tell you right now, I'm sure I didn't take nearly enough because in my head it was." Oh, well, I'm just going to spray this and in a month I'm going to be putting it back together again. I'll remember how to put all this back together again. And when I was cleaning off the table and looking through the box of parts and stuff, I kind of was like, I have no clue what these metal parts thing are. <laughs> well, <laughs> you like just guide get rails back and stuff like that. I'm like, hmm. It's easy. Just get back onto um, IPDB and have a look at all the pictures. You'll be fine. I'll be fine. Yeah. Or, you know, that, just I'm, fly I'm, me I'm, over. Just fly me over and I'll help you put it back together again. <laughs> yeah, because that's only you know what ten thousand dollar round trip. Uh, well, yeah, maybe if I fly first class, yeah. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to fly me over first class, I'll be fine with that. But you know, I'll be okay with economy. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, the the good news is that uh, uh, I feel like I'm I'm on my way to to getting back getting back up and running and into having actual pinball at my house. So. I think Mike's actually got the right idea with firepower. I mean, you if you if your goal is just to play it and yeah. enjoy it and not really give it stuff about what it looks like on the play field, you may as well just, you know, draw yeah. kind of just draw back the general outline of the planet and and just sort of lock it in, really. Because if yeah. you if you get it clear coded, at least it's not going to degrade anymore and you'll be able to play it. So this right. is good. You actually have two pinball machines to play then. That's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, do it, do it, and put drop targets in it because for great justice. Well, no, that's a that's a whole other process. Um, that's I'd fine. have to just a three bank. Just get a three bank, like uh, from somewhere. You'll be fine. Two three no, banks. No, yeah. <laughs> what you don't realize is that you actually have to cut some of the playfield out. Uh, I think they've got the holes there still. Um, no, so the hmm. no, that was the, that was the deal with the CPR playfield that they came out with. It was pre pre cut or pre drilled uh, for if you want to put in the drop targets. Um, whereas if you have a regular playfield, you have to modify it. Hmm. Okay. And I forget where everybody was saying that they were getting the uh, the three banks from. Getting the three banks from. Um, but anyway, yeah, that 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 could be way down the line. How's that? Okay. <laughs> I'll, just, yeah. I'll just get it back. Step, so actually functioning. <laughs> step one: get it flipping. 
Step two, yes. take it apart again <laughs> and put the three banks in. Yes. Yeah. Well, as, as I keep on pleading, though, if anybody uh, uh, is like Jared and just wants to get their hands on a, a pinball machine and muck about and, you know, your hobby, and you happen to live in the Southern California area and uh, feel like teaching somebody that is a complete noob <laughs> while having your fun and uh, mucking about, please, 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 please contact me. Uh, hit me up on yeah. Twitter at shut your traps, uh, drop an email, blah, blah, blockade at gmail.com. Uh, you know, contact me on Instagram again, shut your traps, do, do whatever, uh, get a hold of me. Uh, I would, I would more than welcome somebody coming over and, and sharing their expertise. Maybe you like to, uh, do clear coding and, uh, can guide me in that. Maybe you like yeah. to, uh, want to teach me how to solder properly. I don't care. Whatever, whatever input anybody would like to give me regarding my, uh, my machines, I would more than happily accept it. Basically um, what you're offering is timeshare on your pinball machine. Um, <laughs> and when I say timeshare on it, basically timeshare on the, all the crappy parts, like fixing it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's some people that actually enjoy that. That's their favorite part. You know, as soon as they get oh, it up and running, that. yeah, there's a lot of people that I know, I've I've heard them where it's like, yeah, I've got that machine all fixed. I think it's time to get rid of it and get a new one. You know, it's, it's <laughs> like guys with their guys with automobiles sometimes. You know, yeah. they're, they're hot rodders. You know, the fun is in getting it working, building the vehicle. Once it's working, it's like, well, it ceases to be fun. <laughs> so I can't build any more onto it. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah, it's done. I need to sell it, flick it, and get another one that's a junker, and then do it up. Right. So anyway, yeah. with in in all honesty, uh, I'm serious about that. If anybody wants to help, um, and uh, you know, I I happily pay for the parts. Mm. I just need to be trained on stuff. Um, or if there's anybody out there, like you know, Nate from Nifty LED, that decides that, uh, hey we need to LED out your tables and then I will talk about you profusely on our broadcast, uh, the blockade podcast. Then we can do yeah. that too. <laughs> yeah. We can totally do some sort of contra deal, um, to embiggen Chris's pinball machine. <laughs> yeah. That is a campaign that go fund me embiggen Chris's pinball machines. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Send the monies to PayPal at, um, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we're gonna we're gonna uh, call it a podcast with that little bit of fun. Mm. Unless Jared has something else he needs to throw in. The only other thing that I have is that it is tournament day tomorrow um, at Middle oh World, and that's and that's gonna be so fun. Um, I think the lineup is still the same, but it's gonna be interesting to see it, the way we pick the tables is on the day. There's an announcement, and then they go right. The first eight people to respond get to pick the table. So it's going to be interesting to see what they are. I hope it's going to be Ghostbusters uh, again, and I'm kind of hoping it's going to be Batman '66 as well. Um, I really quite like those two. Well, um, I guess we'll find out next week then. We absolutely will. Hopefully, I'll get in the top five again or top four. That'd be good. Um, but yeah, time will tell. I guess. Well, good luck to you. Uh, Thank hey, you. and wish why don't, you, why don't we uh, all wish Jared good luck on his Twitter feed? He is at Jared Morgs. And uh, last but not least, if you would be so kind, go ahead and visit our website, blockadepinball.com. There you can find past episodes, show notes, links to websites that we mentioned during the podcast, et cetera, et cetera. And another thing you can do there is also look at uh, ways to donate because you know our website renewal is coming up, and oh uh, it would be it'll be kind of good to actually get a little bit of extra 
a few bucks here and there in the uh, bank account, in the in the PayPal account, so we can actually pay for it. So yeah, if if you wouldn't mind, uh, just you know, using the PayPal PayPal link, that'd be great. Or actually, you could I could say buy a T-shirt, but honestly, just direct payment would be fine because <laughs> <laughs> you actually get more from that. I think we're going to get a couple of bucks from each T-shirt. So and no one really wants to buy them. So it'd be good if we could just you know. Get a couple of bucks. If every if every listener just gave one dollar, we'd have five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no, ah, we got more listeners than that, but that's we do, and we appreciate every single one of you. Okay, on that note, we're out of here. Talk to y'all again next week. Bye bye. Bye bye. Wizardamusement.com, the site to visit for custom pinball shooter rods. Easy to install, totally unique. Mention Blockade Podcast for ten percent off your order. Amusement.com Sales, restoration, customization. Don't forget to leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast hosting service that Blarcade is delivered to. We can't improve unless you tell us how. Now stop listening, play some pinball. <laughs>